Savannah enacts new event restrictions due to COVID-19. Several members of the National Guard arrive to help a Savannah hospital, and more area school districts make changes. Those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. Calling them inconvenient and uncomfortable, Savannah Mayor Van Johnson announced new event restrictions in the city on Tuesday, August 24th. Mayor Johnson's emergency order has been revised, and the updates include the following. All public space event permits through September have been revoked, with the exception of weddings, which the mayor says will be allowed to take place if wedding planners follow mask and social distancing guidelines. No new permits will be issued for the time being. All events at the Savannah Civic Center will be rescheduled or canceled. Community centers and most city buildings, including City Hall, will be closed to the public until further notice. Here's the mayor on the events ban. These measures are admittedly inconvenient and uncomfortable, but again are taken as deliberate intermediary steps in lieu of more restrictive steps that have been recommended, like reducing the operating hours of bars, clubs, and similar establishments, and that is still on the table. Uh, we are considering implementing these measures if the proposed measures fail to significantly decrease our community spread. Mayor Johnson also says the city is urging the Savannah Jazz Festival and Savannah Philharmonic to consider hosting virtual events this year. The Jazz Festival says the show will go on and be live-streamed from Savannah Station. The Philharmonic tells WTOC the Fill the Park event, formerly known as Picnic in the Park, is another major upcoming music event that could look different. Organizers say it won't be canceled, but they are finalizing a contingency plan and will announce their decision on how the event will happen next week, as well as if and when they decide to change it. Organizers add it will not be only virtual. The mayor is also asking Savannah State University to reconsider holding their homecoming parade in October. As of Thursday, August 26th, SSU has not made any comment. The Savannah Bananas announced the home game on Thursday, August 26th will be their final game of the summer season, canceling the contest scheduled for August 28th. You heard the mayor acknowledge the potential for further restrictions, including limiting operating hours or capacity at bars, restaurants, gyms, and other establishments. Last week, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed an executive order allowing businesses the choice of following local government COVID mandates. When announcing that order, Governor Kemp cited concerns with the city of Atlanta and Savannah as reasons. On Tuesday, Mayor Johnson responded to the governor's new order. And I'll just say... Um, don't, don't try us. Don't try us. We believe uh, very clearly that we have the standing to do so. And obviously, um, if businesses choose not to comply, then we have to continue restricting. And we don't want to do that. The governor did whatever he felt that he wanted to do. There was nothing from Savannah or Atlanta that he specifically mentioned that um, talked about restricting anything. But the fact is, is that since he went there, um, you know, that's where we are. But again, we believe very clearly, and we're not picking any fights, but we will defend our ability to protect our citizens, period. Mayor Johnson says his team will make a decision on those potential restrictions by mid-September. 
Eight Georgia National Guard members with medical training reported to Savannah's Memorial Hospital Thursday morning, a part of the more than 100 members deployed to hospitals across Georgia by Governor Kemp as COVID cases and hospitalizations climb. For us, this represents substantive help for us. Um, they are going to fill in some help that we need for extra hands in our COVID intensive care unit. And so for that team and for that patient population, it's going to be a big help for us. That was Memorial Health's Chief Nursing Officer Todd Isbell on Wednesday. WTOC was at Memorial Hospital Thursday as the National Guard members began their work. Here's Amanda Aguilar's report. Well, this is the group's second day helping at Memorial Health's ICU. One of the guard members I spoke to says the reactions they're getting from healthcare workers here shows just how great the need is. So four of the guard members will be helping with administrative work. So this is answering telephones, helping the nurses with patients, and then the other half will help with clinical needs. So this group will be focused on mostly the healthcare assistance. Now I spoke to Lieutenant Colonel Fanny Hilliard about what her first day was like and she says phones were ringing off the hook in the ICU and there were no nurses to answer them because all the nurses were inside rooms with patients and she says that's when the National Guard was able to step in and help them um, and answer these phones and it may seem like a very simple task but she says this is something that the nurses are very grateful for and this is really just the latest example of the National Guard stepping in because they're called by state leaders to help with COVID-19 related challenges and uh, we've seen them help helping with testing at the Savannah Civic Center. We also saw them helping with vaccinations at the Gulfstream. Now, Hilliard actually compared these experiences and says being in the ICU gives her a very different perspective of just how serious this virus is locally. Doing the vaccinations and the testing, you kind of see, you won't say healthy people, but you see people that are moving up and around and coming in the hospital, you see, okay, this is really for real. Um, people are really getting sick and dying from it. Memorial Health tells WTOC they anticipate having the National Guard members through December. According to the Coastal Health District, there were more than 300 COVID cases across the three Chatham County hospitals. On Thursday, August 26th, there were 303 hospitalized cases with 147 of them at Memorial. Liberty County Schools is moving to virtual learning for the next two weeks. The school system made the announcement on Wednesday, citing COVID-19 trends in and around the Liberty County area. Virtual learning will begin next Monday, August 30th, and continue through September 10th. In-person instruction will resume September 13th. The school system says all athletics and extracurricular activities will be suspended until in-person learning resumes. Effingham and Bryan County schools are adding an extra day off for students and staff next week. Both school systems announced they'll close on Friday, September 3rd to deep clean their facilities, but also to encourage staff to get vaccinated. Governor Brian Kemp ordered all state facilities close that day to encourage state employees to use the day off to get vaccinated. South Carolina's Department of Education is reinstating a mask mandate on all school buses. The agency announced the move on Thursday. The department said it would equip all state-owned school buses with an adequate supply of face coverings that meet CDC order requirements, adding that if a student boards a bus without a face covering, bus drivers should offer one. A Chatham County teacher is facing cruelty to children charges. Here's the report from Tuesday, August 24th. 
On to WTOC update, a story we first brought to you uh, last Friday. We have now new details on the arrest of Savannah Chatham County teacher charged with cruelty to children. The arrest warrant for Elizabeth Board says Board restricted the movement of a child by using zip ties to secure him to his chair. The warrant went on to say the boy was unable to defend himself. Savannah Chatham Public Schools says that Board has been reassigned to a site that has no contact with students. You can read the full statement from the WTOC website from the school district. Get the latest news, weather, and sports every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com or on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.